Yo, 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 what it do with the businesses is your favorite uncle, Uncle Neat. You're now tapping into troubleshooting reality. Today, I just got my co-host with me. Co-host, introduce yourself. What up, though? It's Jester, the ancient. <laughs> hey, so it's the dynamic duo today. My other co-host, uh, Urban Curse, he out there making his moves. Salute to you, big brother. Uh, he got some scenes to shoot. He say he got some. He, he got motion going on right now, and like I said, ain't, ain't no bad blood. He, he doing this thing. That's what we all here for. Anyway, my brother, I hope you have a a, a good shooting or whatever you doing today. But the show goes on, my brother. I know you're gonna be here next time. But anyway, man, Jesse, bro, like today. Oh my gosh! Um, I had a I had a decent day. Um, I went to a customer's house, and uh, don't you remember last week when I was telling you about uh, the lady in Daly's fucking like yeah, yeah, like, going tell, on, yeah telling me like you don't you don't ask somebody when they're gonna be done with their job. Right. That shit came right back on me today. Like I went to somebody's house and I was working on their equipment. And they just kept on saying like, "How how are you gonna? Do, how long is this gonna be time wise?" And I was just like, uh. I don't know because I'm I'm running into things. Right. And then, like, they just kept on saying, like, oh, I was just asking because I'm like, oh, are you in a hurry? I can hurry up and finish. And uh, they was like, no, 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 take your time. I, I was just wondering. But you repeatedly asked me. Right. So I'm like, am I taking a long time or, like, what the, what the fuck is going on? But I got that out of the way and I ended up hurting my fucking finger, bro, on the equipment, yo. So you really gotta slow down. I got I gotta work on slowing down when I work. Like I try to once you start asking me how long I'm gonna take, I try to speed up. Yeah. I know and about that. Yeah, that's and once you start speeding up, that's when you start fucking up and you start yep. forgetting shit. Yeah, and then hurting. Forgetting you, tools, hurt. leaving them yeah. shits behind. So I got like a fucking blood blister on my I think this is my index finger right yeah. here. I don't even know what other fingers is, but anyway. It's the index. Index. Okay, index, middle, ring, pinky, thumb. Okay, got it. All right, but anyway, how was your day? <laughs> All right, niggas, it's tired. Uh, so, basically, I guess I can say it on today's podcast. I have recently transitioned from one career, which was the trades, and or I guess like labor trades, you know, that type of shit. And now I've gone into sales. And so that has definitely been a huge transition for me because that's been placing me in a position where I can get rejected mm -hmm. and I'm not used to being rejected. I've lived my life carefully to a point or I've lived life deliberately to a point to avoid rejection. Mm -hmm. And now at the age of 37, I'm changing my career from one thing where I enter a person's house because they wanted me to be there versus now I'm pretty much violating their space. I'm kind of like, hey, may I come in and try and convince you to buy this item? So that's definitely been, it's been rough. It's been a, a hella, uh, hella transformation. And I'm still going through it. I, I was about to say like something that's relating to that, like, but I don't want to get into it. Everybody that know about religion, when you say invading space. Oh, Jehovah's oh, Witness. I wasn't going to say it out loud, <laughs> bro. But Don't like, worry, you, I'm the ancient one, bro, so I can go bro, ahead and say you that. Remember, you was here with me that day with uh, yep. they knocked on the door. I ain't going to say my cop out to them or, or fucking bike, <laughs> but I have a perfect cop out that leave, that makes them leave me alone. Right. And if you keep on pushing it, I'll say you're offending me. And then they'll be like, oh, I didn't mean to. And right, they'll right, just right. leave me alone. 
But um, yeah, <laughs> and, that, but, and that's the thing that I'm learning too. So like, I guess with the degree of sales or whatever is, you have to get to a certain degree of pushiness. So even though I'm not pushing religion on somebody, people, there are people out here that want to buy, but they just need that little bit of convincing to do it. So you can either be that really passive salesperson, which the customer or the potential customer will be like, you know what? I appreciate that person because he wasn't pushy, but he also doesn't make the sale. He also doesn't close. Then you got that person who's like overly pushy, where it's like, even if they do make the sale, the customer at that point in time feels completely violated. Like, I don't even want to buy the shit. It was just a motherfucker was all in my face or whatever. So I wanted to leave me mm-hmm. alone. There's a perfect balance where it's like, I'm so fucking cool that you want to buy from me and I'm not pushy. I'm pushy to the point where I can convince you to buy, but not overly. That's the balance that I'm trying to find. So, you know, I'm a little bit into sales. So my thing with sales was, um, I had a problem with closing, but I started reading into it. Motherfuckers really just didn't have the money. But my thing is, I'm going to show you everything. So I build that belief. Right. But then I also put it in your hands as like, yo, we could do it right now. Or we, we could do it later. It's up to you. But I can tell you right now, I did not establish fear. I right. could walk away, but just know, shit's fucked up. Right, right, right. And then it's also me... Just with my personality, I find something to relate off of. And then they're like, yo, you're cool. You're not trying to sell me. So you're you're going to get there. You're yeah. probably already there. You just probably, well, our, our topic is about to go into. Right. So today we are talking about troubleshooting cold feet. Oh, man. Now, how many of y'all out there got cold feet? I'm going to give y'all a second just to think. Cold feet. And then I'm going to let Jesse break it down. Give, give you a second to think. How many times you got cold feet? You probably just left a situation where you got cold feet. All right, your second's over. All right, Jesse, give us a definition. What is cold feet? Cold feet is basically you want to do something. You're thinking about doing something. It's even like it's almost impulsive or it's like your body uh, or your desire wants to do something. But then you start to overthink or you can't get outside of your head. And you're just like, you know what, fuck it, I can't do it. And it can be a range of many things. It could be trying to apply for a job. It could be trying to start a conversation with somebody. It could be just taking the initiative for an opportunity. And you, you want to do it, and then you, you, you just can't. So you're like frozen in place. So your feet are frozen in place. So cold feet. Good job. Good job. Good job. Bro, so... Off mic, me and Jesse had a conversation. I actually called him about it today. You don't need another day. But anyway, I called him about it and I was just like, bro, opportunity presented itself. And I'm going to tell y'all the story. Everybody know that I'm not in the dating world. So that don't mean I don't keep my uh, my skills sharp, my hunter skills sharp. Anyway, so early in the morning, uh, I went to a gas station. And I was just parked there and I was... Like parked by where the the fucking air pump is, where everybody comes pump their air, and you know cars are driving by, they're pumping their tire and all that stuff. And then it was like one car that didn't park in where my work van was parked at, and it happened to be a lady. But I was like, okay, why is she not parking in the spot? I'm like, is my van too too big or something? Because like she was, she looked like she wanted to park, but she didn't. So I was just like, okay. So I, I wind down my window. And I'm like, ma'am, excuse me. Uh, 
is my work van in, in your vehicle's way? Like, I, I, I can move. And she was just like, oh, no, it's fine. Uh, don't worry. I just got one tire to pump. So I'm like, all right, cool. No problem. But mind you, as I'm talking to her, I'm checking her out because she was like, should, should I describe her on the mic? Yeah, absolutely. Like, just like, she, case, you know, so she's like this. Low-key shooting your shot. Bro, she was. <laughs> at, this, at that type. <laughs> so she was just like a, a bad Latina. Like, I like all women before we start talking. I like all women, but she happened to be like this little petite Latina. She was in like her gym leggings with like the little crop top on. Uh-huh. Nails was like baby blue. Hair and like a messy bun. Like she was a bad motherfucker with the Nike uh with the Nike little running shoes on. Like I think they were like black and pink. License plate LP. Oh no, no, no. When it it comes to a woman that I'm interested in, I notice every little detail. Clearly. Yeah, because like if I'm into you, like I done checked you out. Right. So she was just this bad, bad little Latina. The only thing I was like, ah, she cool, but she had a big head. So I was just like, I could have easily bypassed that. If I would have got the double, I could have been like, hey, big head. Right, right. Literally. But anyway, so like. Mind you, she's telling me she only got one tire to put her air in. We'll put air in one tire. So I'm like, all right, cool. And she's like, no, you can stay there. You're fine. I'm like, cool. So I wind up the window, do what Uncle Nick do, get on your phone, keep on peeking over, see if I'm getting chooser signals. And I'm getting chooser signals. So she pumps one tire, but she doesn't know how. She's acting like she doesn't know how to do it. She She's putting like the thing on it and just keeps on looking back at the uh, pump. And then looking at me like, 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 nigga, help. Nigga, Yeah, help. yeah. And then she's running to the car, like, so she, she pumps the tire all the way. And, like, I'm looking now. I'm like, okay, the air says 35 and put in 35, okay. Um, she, she should be done by now. So she's running to her front of her car to see if, like, the fucking air, Damn, I'm noticing. I'm stopping her, as I'm saying this shit. <laughs> she runs to the front of her car to see if, like, the... I guess the notification went off. And I'm like, bro, like, the the thing is beeping. You're done. Right. So, like, I'm ready, like, as I, like, as I'm ready to wind my window down, I'm like, hold on, I'm gonna watch this shit play out. So she goes to another tire. And I'm just like, huh, this is getting a little obvious now. Because now... She goes to the other tire, and mind you, she's staying on, so it's she's in the driver's side right now, but she just did her back, back seat driver's side tire. Now she's in the driver's side front tire, and she's just, like, looking back at me and just keeps on, like, like acting like the tire is, like, something's going on. She's like, what the fuck? Like, right. And I'm just like, bro, this is a moment right here. And then I'm like, all right, I think I'm about to do it. And then she goes from that tire, goes to the rear passenger side tire and i'm just like still see her though i I can still see her all the way because like her 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 back of her car is like right in front of me so like it's all game in front of me and i'm just sitting there like bro like she is this is the moment this is the moment she wants me right and i'm just like all right i'm about to do it i don't even like at this moment i'm like i don't really care to do it but this is obvious. I should do it. And then I just started looking at her car, and I was just like, ah, she got a nice whip. Uh, and then I'm like, she well put together, man. Like, I, she probably got, she probably got a dude. And like, she just keeps on looking back, and like, I'm going through my head. I'm just like, she probably got a dude. I'm like, bro, I'm in my work clothes. Like, I don't know, man. Then like that. By the time I decided I'm not gonna hop out, 
she puts up like her fucking the puts up this little pump. Right. And she's wrapping it up. And like she as she's wrapping it up, she's taking a long time to do it. Right. And she can see through the window that I'm looking at her, but my windows are kind of tinted. So she just probably just sees a body. Right. And she's wrapping it up, puts it away, looks at the van again, and then just walks to her car. Damn. Right, right before she shuts her door. Looks back and tries to look at the ground to see if she dropped anything. Looks back at my van one more time and shuts the fucking door. Shit. And like I'm like, bro, why the fuck I didn't do it? And like when she left, bro, she stopped. Like 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 I seen the rear, the backup light for a second, and then I just seen the drive come in and she took off. And I was just like, all that hesitation. I'm like, and. I, it wasn't that I was lacking confidence or nothing. I, I did start getting in my head a little bit, but it was really like, I was like, damn, bro. Like, you sure he really was waiting on me to jump out there and like hit her with the, hey, let me pump your tire type thing. And I was just like, ah, I don't. Why you think it wasn't a lack of confidence? Because in my head, I'm like, I could do it. I could bag her. I'm like, this is nothing. This is nothing. This. It was more so of like, ah, uh, maybe she got to do. And like, maybe this is... Well, maybe she's just like, I don't feel like pumping my tire and um, I'm going to try to get another man to weigh me down and do it. But then again, she never knew I was in the van. So this is all my thoughts right here. Gotcha. Like nobody knew, like she wasn't worried about me until I wind down the window asking her if I, I if she needed that parking spot so right. I could move my van. Like, I guess I'm looking at it like if you at the gym and you know that you can lift a certain amount of weight or whatever, the minute that you start doubting yourself, then wouldn't that be a lack of confidence? So, like, if you know that you could bench for, like, 225, that's pretty easy for you. So, if you go to 225 or whatever, somebody like, oh, yeah, uh, go ahead, Uncle Nick, bench this or lift this or whatever. If you check, like, all right, I got a 445, all right, good, I, I got this. You're not going to be on some shit like, oh, well, hold on, man, like, are these really 45 plates? Or, I don't know, because my shoulder kind of hurting, blah, blah, blah. You're going to just go to the weight. You're going to lift that shit. It's, it's less my work, uh, head work that's going on. But if somebody starts putting on like, all right, well, let me put on two additional plates on each side. Now it's more, it's like three, four hundred or whatever. Now you're on some shit where you're like, well, shit. I mean, I, I should have it because I mean, well, I don't know. Because I remember last time I tried doing three. And I mean, you know what, dog? I ain't did in a minute. So I don't know if I should. Well, now you're doubting yourself. If you doubt yourself. You're not having confidence. Confidence would have been like, like, you don't give a fuck if she got a man type shit. Because, you know, you got to like that. So you're going to go ahead and pursue it. It'd be one thing you like, yeah, I'm just not interested. Because think about it. You saw her and you you take, you take took that time to watch her do all that shit. <laughs> and while you're doing that, your mind is building up this shit of, well, she probably got a man. She look high maintenance. I'm in my work clothes. Boom, 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 boom. So you can't say that you didn't give a fuck because if you didn't give a fuck, you would have been pulled off or you would have looked at your phone. But the fact that you stood there or sat there Looked at her the whole time, and then I was in there on my phone before somebody said, "Oh, he was getting creep out in and out, in and out." <laughs> but I mean, you knew her nail color. You knew. You Anytime like, I talk to a woman that I'm attracted to, I am checking you out from the way you talk. I know if you got a chip too. How close does she have? Like, I'm, I'm just I'm looking at it from like the, the listener. So you're letting me know that you at the gas station. This chick is pumping, putting air in her tire. And you're somehow looking hard enough where you can see. The color of her nails. Cause okay, so when she she pumping her gas, the only thing is towards me is her air. back. The air is the, the air, okay. yeah, the air, my bad. Right. When she's pumping her air, the only thing towards me is her back. Right. So I'm like, all right, cool. 
she got ass on her. Nice little frame on there. And right. I'm like, I, I, I'm a shoe head, so I, I peeked the sneakers. I'm like, oh, right. shit, she got I'm a sneaker. So when I say, like, hey, do you need me to move the van? She's like, I'm sorry. And then she, like, moves closer to me. Right. So now I'm seeing her face, and I'm like, got ah. you. And then, like, as I'm seeing her face, I'm looking for rings. And I'm like, I can't see a ring, but I can see color nails. Got you. So I just gave people game of how you could break down the shit already. Like right. they that like it's some smooth shit I just did. Nobody even noticed it. Right, right, I'm right. Keeping the shoes, the shoes is gonna tell me what color her toes are, what 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 kind of sneakers she like, and all that shit. Right. Like, cause she could have sandals on. But that that's what how I, I identified all. So then, shit. what was the reasoning for the thought process of her being, or you being like, well, she probably got a man or this other shit? Cause as you said, I, so I do admit that it probably was the confidence starting to drop a little bit. It was probably just me being like, yo, she, she, she bad, bro. Like, like she bad. Like her, her, her fucking, her fucking uh, SUV is nice and clean. I'm like, she, like she's bad. I'm like, you. she's straight. She, and then I'm like, yo, a chick like that, bro. Like she, if, if she's if she's single, she got hella niggas. I'm like, she's bad. Gotcha. And that, that's where I'm like... Uh, so she's bad, but she was still spending all that time to try, you think, to get your attention. I think because, I like, she's probably not used to a man just talking to her as bluntly as I was. Like, I was just dropped the window down, excuse me, excuse me. And then she's like, huh? Like, you could tell, like, she was caught off guard by the right. fact that I'm even, like, like trying to get her attention. And right. she's just like, oh, I'm sorry? And I'm just like... Do you need me to move my van? Like, mind you, I'm not showing no... Interest. Uh, yeah, I'm just like, do you need me to move my van? Like, I, I don't want to sit here and take up this parking spot. And she's like, oh, no, you know, you're, you're fine. I, I just got one tire to pump. Like, gotcha. obviously, one tire. And one tire turned into three. I'm just like, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, you brought up a good example. And I'm kind of going through that shit. Or not kind of. I am going through that shit. And it's getting out of your head. So, like, with the sales thing or whatever... I have to get used to, because again, in my field of the trades or whatever, I'm used to being in people's homes because they called me out there to fix their shit. So my attitude has always been, all right, well, I don't even want to be here in the first fucking place. You called me out here, so let's hurry up and get this shit done. But now it's the complete opposite. So not only am I just in like regular sales, but I hit like the one of the harder shit, which is door to door. I think you got like door to door and cold calling is like one of the most hardest raw sale that you can uh, do or whatever because you got to go to people's doors knock on it and then try and convince them yet the product that you have is worth them buying or whatever right there on the spot so me being brand new at this or whatever i am always in my head i'm always like you know i'm thinking of it of either how i would receive it or how i've heard other people talk about like i actually thought we mentioned earlier about the jehovah witnesses i've i've been in several homes Whereas it's like family or friends when a Jehovah Witness to start, they come knocking or whatever. It's like, oh, here come these motherfuckers or whatever. <laughs> or even when it's been salespeople or whatever. Like, man, God, I can't even fucking chill in my house without these, you know, they like ads on the internet, but mm -hmm. in real life. So now I'm on the other side of it. And so like when I go to a person's door or whatever, like I'm looking at the yard because we actually have to do that. We're judging people based on if it's a two car family. Um, how nice the cars, how new the uh, cars are or whatever. So, you know, you go knock on the door and the whole time, you know, I'm just wondering like, how the fuck are they going to answer the door? How are they going to receive it? It's going to be that one motherfucker like, get the fuck out of my door. Or it's going to be some like really cool ass person like, oh yeah, no worry, blah, blah, blah. And each house is a gamble. 
So I'm always in my head like, I don't know for this and that. And if I see like a no soliciting sign, I'm actually like, bet I can just keep moving forward because <laughs> of the whole like fear of rejection thing. Uh-huh. And cold feet is nothing more than just like being in your head. Is that's all it is. Like you are your own worst enemy a lot of fucking times, and that's what causes cold feet. So like with the sales thing, um, once I'm in the house and I'm trying to like I'm talking to the people or whatever. Like there's been times where there'll be a husband and a wife and a husband has his arms folded and he's just got like uh, an emotionless, expressionless face. So I don't know how to read this motherfucker. Whereas the wife is like, oh, yeah, oh, OK, this is what it is, blah, 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 whatever. So I'm trying to pay attention. I'm trying to divide the attention. Dist- uh, I'm trying to evenly distribute my attention to both of them. Mm-hmm. But it's difficult because the wife is like, yeah, like I'm feeling this shit. Whereas the husband is just like... You know, I just need you to hurry the fuck up and, you know, whatever. And again, going to what you were talking about earlier about like moving fast or, you know, I'll try, I'll just rush through my presentation because at this point, I'm just trying to get the fuck done because this nigga ain't feeling me. And she is. And I know I need to be focusing on her because my, the things that I'm selling, it accommodates to her. But I'm just, I'm in my head the whole time. I'm just focused on him. It's kind of like stand up comics. Mm-hmm. How they say they can have a room full of people laughing, but they tend to focus on that one person that's got their arms folded that's not laughing at all. So you got a room full of people that's filling your fucking humor, your jokes, your comedy, all that shit. But for whatever reason, it's human nature to focus on that one motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That's my shit during sales. So it's cold feet because it's almost like a conscious versus subconscious. Subconsciously, your mind is always picking up information is going to benefit you. So when you have that impulsive thought like, boom, I should say this or boom, I should do this, you should do it. But then you got that conscious mind where it's like, well, or your ego, your pride, like, well, 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 wait a minute. This is going to jeopardize me, the ego. So don't do that. So there's been times where like I'll be talking to a customer and I might want to say something. And then the subconscious mind pops up like, you sure you want to say that? Because that could be offensive and they could take that shit the wrong way. And while I'm, you know, trying to sell some shit, I actually do care that I don't want to offend anybody. Now, outside of the offense, you know, my sales shit, I don't give a fuck. But because I'm trying to make money by selling this shit or whatever, I do give a fuck. So, like, the one dude who's been doing it for, like, 30 years or whatever, he was shadowing me. And a lot of shit that I was doing, he was like, you don't need to do that. So, for example, I don't like pulling in people's driveways because it's not a company vehicle. This is my own personal vehicle. So instead of pulling up in a driveway randomly, I'll park in the front of the house. He like, nah, fuck that. You got to pull up in a driveway because you have to appear like you're their friend. Uh, It's more friendly, right? Or when I enter a person's house because of the trade job that I had or career that I had, I would take my shoes off and I would get praise from that from the customers. They were like, oh, I appreciate you taking off your shoes, yada, yada. He was like, no, don't do that. And I'm like, why the fuck wouldn't I want to do that? Like, that's disrespectful as hell. Some people like, oh, take your shoes off type shit. So everything that I'm used to doing on some respect type shit, he's like, no, nah, I'll get rid of that. You know, don't do that. And he even said, like, you know, when you were door knocking or whatever and I was watching you, you're, you're in your head. You would be like, almost frozen like you didn't want to knock on that door or we had like a home and patio show where people are walking around figuring out what they wanted to buy and he wanted us to be like hey well can we sign you up for this yada 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 and so like i would see people coming and i would like legit freeze like i didn't want to be that pushy ass salesperson where like damn like i remember when i was in miami and i was at the mall and I'll be walking the shit. And it was the shoe cleaner people. Mm-hmm. And them motherfuckers are like aggressive. So, hey, 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 brother, real quick, man. Real quick, real quick. And I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm good. I'm good. And I got I'm instantly circled by three of them. Like, look, man, 
it ain't no charge to you or whatever. Like, I'm, let me just clean your shoes real quick. Da, da, da. And I'm like, you, I'm good. Like, they're brand new. I just bought them. They don't need to be clean. Come on, dog. I got you. Squirt, squirt, squirt. Blah, blah, blah. See, it's real clean. Blah, blah. And I'm like, but they were already clean before you sprayed them. Like, nigga, this, this is uncomfortable. And then at the end of it, he was like, well, can I just get like a couple bucks then to clean your shoe? I'm like, no, nigga. I told you I didn't want it. So I don't want to become that nigga. Yeah, they, they, them shoe cleaners are aggressive. I got, I got one that I wear nice shoes every time. And like, they just be like, Bro, you, uh, uh, come in. Right. And I'm just like, bro, and like you be in a crowd full of people. It's like they just and they single you, you out, right? And, 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 yo, I, I just uh, went to the bar the other day with my son, and um, the people that sell, I think it was like cell phones or something. He was just like, bro, come on, yo, you need this, you need this. And I'm just like, bro, I'm good. I don't right. know how you wait for more. I just hit the, I'm good. I, right. I treat them like dope fiends. Like, hey, yeah, I'm you good. no eye contact, like a baby that hurt the yeah, cell. Don't like, pay attention like, to I'm, it. Don't cry. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I got cold feet a lot of times, not just with uh, women. Uh, when I used to work at fucking, like, CVS and shit, and, like, I was trying to go for, like, a raise and shit like that. And, like, I knew I was doing my thing, you know, that shit. But then, like, sleeping on break and shit. Right. I used to sleep for hour. I used to sleep for, like, an hour, yo. But anyway, um, I got cold feet one time because, like, I was just like, bro, like, that's a difficult conversation to have sometimes. This is be like, yo, I think you should pay me more. Right. It's just a difficult conversation to have. And like, like you said, you get in your head. You just like, all right, they're going to bring up this. How do I beat this object objection? And it's like, ah, I got to beat all these objections. But I'm just like, bro, I feel like I know my shit. Right. And by the time like I asked for the raise, it was like, I was like, bro, I, I, why the fuck was I nervous to ask for this raise? And it was like, ah, oh, the confidence. Right. I didn't know my worth and all that. And then I'm just thinking in my head, like, maybe I'm in competition with somebody else. Maybe somebody else going, because everybody was always trying to get a raise. So I'm just like, right. I don't want to be the other motherfucker that's just adding on to the plate of, oh, he's going to ask me for a raise too. Yep. But fucking money talks, bro, because like, I get cold feet a lot, though. Yeah. I get cold feet a lot. But my cold feet... Literally starts like you said, it's just in your head. And like, I really want to learn how to defeat it. Cause like, the thing about me is like, if I don't act on something really fast, I'm going to overthink everything. Well, and, and I guess it'd be like an early troubleshoot. Cause I think it's, it's kind of like a, an obvious solution, but it's still, you got to put in extra work in order to overcome that shit. So like going back to the gym example, let's say there's you and there's five other niggas that you normally go to the gym with or whatever and everybody's always like putting on the plates and like boom. So if they like, hey, yo, neat, go ahead and uh, try and lift this shit or whatever, you might have cold feet again due to a lack of confidence or being in your head. So if they put like four or eight plates on there, you can be like, no, nah, nigga, like, uh, I would, but, uh, and your whole mind thinking like, no, nah, and what if this happens? What if that, blah, blah, blah. So to avoid that shit, when the crew ain't there, start going like two a days and then do, you know, okay, let me do two plates. All right, let me do four plates. Let me do three plates and then slowly work that up. So then that way, when you are back in that situation, the whole crew is through whatever, like, yo, Nico, go ahead and do this and that, blah, blah, blah. You like bet I got this now right. because you built that confidence and dueled to experience. Like you said, you're not you haven't been in the dating world like that. Mm -hmm. So when you do see a chick or whatever, it's all in your head. Like she might say this, she might say that, but and it's that fear of rejection too because you have not been in the dating world. You haven't hunted in a while. So mm -hmm. you're like, if I throw this spear, I might miss it, and then I gotta go and do the walk of shame because I missed to walk up to the spear, put it back in this and that, and blah blah blah. But every hunter knows 
how am I going to work on my aim if I'm not throwing spears? Right. You know what's funny? Uh, it's a dude that I used to work with. Uh, he used to shoot a shot at everything. At everything. And like, but the thing was, he was the annoying guy. Like, all the chicks used to yell at him and be like, stop. Just stop. Gotcha. And, but, and I used to be like, I was like, yo, where do you get this, like... Confidence. Yeah, like, where do you get this superior confidence from? Because, like, nigga, you ugly. Like, how you doing? I had a, a homeboy that did the same <laughs> shit. And the thing about it, what used to bug me, it wasn't him. It was the reaction of people around him. So, like, he would go to this one bar. It was a karaoke bar or some shit. And he would holler at every fucking bitch that would come in there. And chicks would say that, like, oh, my God, he always hollering. Like, he tried hollering yeah, at me last like, weekend holler or whatever. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. So he hollered at you, and you got a problem that he's hollering at everyone. He's supposed to not holler at other women. Like, you told him no. So he's like, hey, miss, can I buy you a drink trying to get to know you? And you like, no. So at that point, he's supposed to what? Not say anything to any other woman ever again? It's more so he's doing it in front of them so they know that. He is always, this is just his role. Like, so if I was just to sit back and see how this man was carrying himself, it's like, you a holler monster. And that's, like, for him, his thing is he got to go. Like, I'm trying to get this pussy. How, how, this often, how often did he succeed being a holler monster? That nigga got pussy. That nigga did? Did, yeah. Was it wasn't it, always was, the was best quality. So it wasn't no. the best quality. But the thing is, he got pussy. His mission was pussy. It wasn't a baddie. It was pussy. So the mission is pussy. Sometimes to some niggas, a win is a win if it's just pussy. Other niggas is like, yo, I need, I got, I need a ranking system and all this other shit. I think it's one of them things like when you want to drop, pussy is pussy. If you don't give a fuck, pussy is pussy. It's only when you got like an abundance of it, then you can kind of start. Like steak. When I was younger, I didn't know the quality of steak. I used to go to like the uh, Mexican restaurants where they had like the really cheap ass, uh-huh. thinly cut uh, thing. And I thought I was doing something like, oh, yeah, you know, and if you... If you're piling the meat or whatever, it actually makes it more tender and all this other shit, thinking I'm doing some shit. Then I get older and I get like more money or whatever. And then I start meeting new people. And they're like, oh, have you ever had like a New York strip or a porterhouse? And I'm like, oh, okay. Then I start doing better. And I was like, filet mignon. I'm like, shit. Then I'm having bison meat. But again, it comes with abundance. Before being a broke nigga, I'm Mexican restaurant <laughs> all day. Like, you know, shit. Yeah, that's funny, though. Like, I pray I never turn into a hollow monster. If you don't know what Holla Monster is, uh, it's, re- it's referred from Dave Chappelle's show. Ha, 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 like, holla, holla, holla. Bitch, let me holla. Let me holla. Holla, holla, holla. Holla, holla, holla. Bitch, let me holla at you, bitch. Let me holla at you, bitch. I, am, I pray I don't ever turn into a Holla Monster, but, man, um, I guess let's, let's, let's get into the troubleshoot of it, man, bro. Like, for my troubleshoot of, like, troubleshooting cold feet, bro. I'm honestly gonna tell you like like I like like me and Jesse was explaining, get out your head because like nobody's thinking your thoughts. Um that's and this is something that I'm probably gonna replay a lot. Nobody's thinking your thoughts. You're you're more shallow on yourself than anything. Mm-hmm. So to you what might be normal is not normal to somebody else. So like you might have like a, a line that you always say to somebody and it, it might come off witty to somebody else. And this is when you're like cold approaching a woman or something like that. But even in the business world, it's just like being yourself gets you further because like things about you are already unique. It's just like it's you. So you're not seeing the uniqueness in yourself. You know what I'm saying? So I would just tell you like, yo, get out your head. Like you're awesome. Like it's so many times where people, I meet people and they like, yo, I never even heard somebody that think like you. Mm-hmm. I never even heard somebody that talk like you, walk like you, do blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, bro, I'm just a nigga from Annapolis, Maryland, bro. Like all of us kind of the same. But it's like, nah, not really. We all got some 
unique quirkiness about us. So right. it's like, hey, just get out your head, bro. You're like, you're, you're awesome the way you are. Just keep on going. And, and um, if it's if it's confidence that you lack, what do how do I kind of develop my confidence? Me, I'm repetition. If you constantly do something repetitively, you're going to get good at it. Or you're going to figure out what tweaks and stuff you need to make to your... To to uh, to conquer what you're trying to overcome or whatever is that stopping you, whatever your milestone is or whatever, etc. So it's like keep on doing what you're doing and notice and, and like practice on it. So like if you're like like I want to give the analogy of like going to the gym, correcting your form or certain uh, exercises. So if you know like your elbows are pushed to or flaring out, try to tuck them in a little bit because it might hit a muscle different. You know what I'm saying? So that's the best analogy I could give to that. So me, it's going to be just getting out your head and being repetitive. That's my troubleshoot for uh, cold feet, man. How about you, Jesse? What's your troubleshoot? I would say do research uh, on how to destroy your ego. Because I think cold Mm. feet has a lot to do with pride and ego. Um, cold feet are usually due to either fear or rejection or being seen in like a corny ass goofy light. So a lot of people are like, I'm not going to put myself in that situation or whatever. I mean, even with the situation with you and a uh, bad Latino or whatever, it was like... Big head Latino. Yeah. It's like, you know, I... She, she's up here in the status because of her car, how she looks or whatever, whatever. So I'm not about to put myself And the thing is, there. I could afford all that shit, but it was just like I was in my head. like Right. Like I'm in the work vehicle. I'm in my work clothes or whatever. She, I ain't my best. Right. And she ain't her best. Right. She was, like you said, yoga pants, messy bun or whatever. Uh-huh. But it didn't matter at that point because your ego was probably still like, well, she probably da-da-da. And we ain't about to put ourselves out there for her to... You know, whatever. Shoot us down. Right. And the same thing with my shit or whatever is that ego wise, it's like I don't want to go to a door and somebody be like, get the fuck out of here or whatever. Because then my ego is going to be like, I got to eat that shit. Like, I I can't be like, fuck you. You know, I got to be like, "Uh, all right, well, have a nice day. And that right there, (laughs) like, it hurts me. Or, like, I want to be theatrical. So, like, when I'm talking in front of the customer or whatever, I want to be like, well, you know, boom, boom, having that confidence. But my ego is like, well, look, you ain't been doing this long enough to be, you know, performing like that. So maybe let's chill that shit out. So then when I'm trying to sell this shit to this person or whatever, they might have bought it because they're like, yo, this dude is fucking hilarious. He's got good performance or whatever. But like, I want to be Hitman Hollow of the sales world. Where, like, I'm fucking, I'm a great entertainer. I'm a performer. And these motherfuckers like feel I'm, I got crowd control. Now I'm just on some shit where like I don't my, my ego won't allow that. Like, nigga, you ain't hit man. So don't do that. And I'm just like, no what well, ego, you right. You know what's crazy though, Andrew? We was on off mic and we was talking on the phone that day. You was talking about like like how we don't see ourselves as we appear. We see less than ourselves. Like you was like like you talk to another person, they'd be like, yo, I wanna be like like neat because he in the gym he right. he got the broad shoulders but then when you ask me it's like oh man like I, bro, I could get you there but it's like they like if I had this feature right. I would be this right. if I had that feature of yours I would be like that and it's right. just like I got all these features right. and it's like but I don't look at it like how you see yourself succeeding in a certain way it's like wow like it's because of the, going back to like the whole comedy example that a comedian is funny the whole room is lighting up with laughter due to him or her 
and then that one person is looking like negative, that comedian is only going to focus on that negative person. So it's the same thing with your attributes. You could have the broad shoulders, you had a height, you had the swag and all this other shit. But in your mind, you're probably going to be focusing on some shit that was told to you when you was like 12. Like, nigga, you blah, blah, blah. You just like, damn, man, I wonder if I'm still blah, blah, blah. And so that's the, that's your main focus. Uh-huh. So a whole bunch of people could have given you a compliment throughout the course of, what, uh, 17 years. Like, yo, you got this. And, man, we go to the gym, man. Niggas be looking at you. And, man, if I had your arms, I had this, that, and the other. But your main thought is going to be, especially when it comes to approaching bitches or whatever is, damn, but do I got a funny-ass walk? Or, you know, because, mm-hmm. again, we are our worst enemy. And also, too, is we're usually taught to dim not be light. cocky or not yeah, be arrogant dim, or some dim, shit. Dim your light. Yeah. So, right, to dim your light, exactly. So if you're on some shit where, okay, I'm supposed to dim my light. So that I think that might be a big promoter of cold feet too. Because if you were to be like, I'm the fucking man, like I'm about to go in this gym, I'm about to pound this shit, that Latin, that Latina chick, because I know my worth and what I can bring to her life, shit, I'm about to go holler at the motherfucker because I know I'm the motherfucking man. And you know what's crazy though? When I appear like that, a lot of people call me cocky asshole. Of they course. Like, You're a cocky asshole. Right. But I'm just like, bro, like, what, what's wrong with, like you said, what's wrong with feeling good about yourself? Dog. I Especially mean, if it's not like, if it's not delusional. If it's on some shit where like, I feel like I'm the shit and I can also back it up, then what's the problem? <clears throat> I think it's whole- that we got a lot of cocky assholes that uh, put other people down. Me, I'm not a cocky asshole to the point when I'm in my in my zone being cocky. I don't put another motherfucker down. I kind of always almost tell the motherfucker like you, you can do this too. Right. You, you. Right. You, you, my man. That's why I, I, I tried to lie friends because I'm like, anytime I do something good, I always like, bro, I didn't do nothing fucking special. But I think it's one of those things where like life a uh, humble a motherfucker. Like if you are cocky because you know what the fuck you're doing, just like with our trade, it could be on some shit where on well, your trade, my old trade. Um, it could be on some shit where you go to a job and you ace that shit. And you're like, well, you know, you start dimming your light. Like, well, it wasn't that hard, that difficult of a job. I say that shit a lot. Right. And then you go to five other jobs and they, it's still like, well, damn, another tech came out and he couldn't fix it? Damn, that wasn't even that bad. All I had to do was boom, boom, boom. I still Now do all of a sudden you like, ah, you know, so now a customer, hey, this and that has happened. And you just like, ah, I know what that is. It's such and such and such. Then you go out there and it's not such and such and such. And you're like, oh, shit, this is a humbling moment. And so then it's like this natural wave that happens that life does where it's like, oh, you're you're good. And you're like, nigga, I'm great. And life is like, no, 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 you're good. And it's a natural balance. So it's the same thing with like the arrogance and the cockiness. If you really were like, yo, I'm the motherfucking man. Uh, even though I'm in my work shit, I know that I can fix shit. I know I can provide this, blah, blah, blah. If you went up to the big head Latina chick, if she was on some shit where she was like, oh, no, you don't have it like that. All right. Thank you, life. Thank you for humbling and letting me know that I ain't got it like that to her. That still don't mean I ain't got it like that. That just mean I ain't got it like that to her. Right. I'm not about to let that one rejection from her stop me from hollering at the big, the other big-headed uh, Latina chick or whatever. Or so brown skin chick. Right. So that's what, again, it's, it's either said than done because I know, like, I've been doing this. I started the last week of November. And a lot of it has just been due to, like, training or whatever. So December, I had, like, my first demonstration in front of the uh, customer or whatever. And it was nerve-wracking. Like, I, the, the dude, like I said, arms folded, staring at me, no emotion, wife hella supportive feeling the shit or whatever i'm stuttering i'm like yeah so it did uh uh shit and i'm trying to like hurry up and just speed through it or whatever 
And of course, they weren't interested, like, no, nah, you know, I'm good. And then after like two, three, four more demonstrations, I'm still not fucking selling. I'm just like, yo, maybe I should just go back to the trade because I ain't really got it like that. Then I go to um, one customer's house, JSO, real fucking cool ass lady. And JSO is Jacksonville Sheriff's Office, right? Yep, Jacksonville Sheriff's Office. Um, and it was crazy too because, like, when she, I got to her house. And when I got to her house, she pulled up and she had just got out the uh, cop car or whatever. And she already had this look like, oh, so I told her, like, look, I know you need time to decompress. I can always come back, which that's a big no, no, because your opportunity is like right then and there coming back. Now that really happens. And she was like, well, you know, I feel bad because you drove all the way out here to come see me. So maybe we can reschedule. I got an appointment. Boom, boom. So me and her like shooting the shit right then and there. So I'm like, all right, bet. Short shit. I come out there the uh, next day or whatever, and I'm talking to her. I'm telling her about the unit, and she was like, "Well, look, I know how salespeople are, especially when it comes to the dealership, and they tell you like this is a one-time thing, blah blah blah." Nigga, I was like straight up with her, like, "Look, I'm new. I don't know the lingo. I don't know how this shit works or whatever, but I can let you know what I do know on some like real fucking shit. Uh, I can call my people. I'll put them on speakerphone just so you can hear the little." you know, inner deal that they're trying to do or whatever, just to have straight transparency. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm doing this because I'm new. I mean, I'm trying to build, establish trust and rapport or whatever. That was my first sale. And the day after that was another uh, lady. She was in the medical field and was talking to her, shooting the shit, keeping it real with her, boom, boom, boom. And she was like, you know what? Boom, my next sale. So I'm like, all right, shit, maybe I do got it or whatever. So again, it's like, Thankfully for me having those two sales and having multiple demos, I do have confidence. So now the cold feet are starting to warm up a little bit, but it's still cold feet. And I just got to constantly put myself in there. So that's what I'm saying. It has to be an attack on my ego. So what I might start doing is probably I put myself in a situation where I get embarrassed often. So then that feeling starts getting knocked down because most people try to avoid embarrassment. So maybe mm. like when you at the gas station and you do see your baddie, say some goofy ass shit. Like, you know, what is it? Love a dub dub. Some shit from Rick and Morty or whatever. And they're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Nigga, that's corny. You and you're like, thank you. Like, I needed that embarrassment. You I'm know, whatever. Type, I'm the type to tell a bad chick, like, yo, you got to lick your lips, sweetheart. Well, I mean, whatever it might be. You know, <laughs> I don't know how that going to work. But, lick, I, you lick, know, you know, you gotta, Let's check it out. You got to tell them lick their lips because but they know they pretty. So you tell them lick their lips like because, because, because it's like it's like yo, look your lips, your lips crusty. Like you know, Dwight, who <laughs> Dwight around your mouth, you gotta you gotta fix that. Don't do that, guys. Like, <laughs> if you do, record yourself so I can see it. You know, Keith. Speaking of that, though, like I actually have, even though they're mad fucking annoying, those YouTubers and shit or TikTokers where they go out and like they'll just randomly yell in Walmart or whatever. Like that shit is fucking cringe, is annoying. But again, they are they're at a level much past where I am, where they can go in front of a whole bunch of people, scream, say some outlandish shit. And that embarrassment is to a point where it's not even embarrassment anymore. I, 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 if you get to that level, there's no such thing as cold feet for motherfuckers like that because you have put yourself in a position where you are, you've been embarrassed. You got like, hey, fuck you. Like people talk cold cash shit. But then after a while, you realize like, wait, the worst thing that can happen is somebody calls me a name. That's it. So even with you talking to a baddie or whatever, the worst thing she could have said was, nah, I'm good. And it wouldn't have had even been on some shit like, ugh, fuck, nah, blah, blah. You would approach her respectfully. Like, hey, you know, cue me, cue me. I think you beautiful. 
best thing that or worst thing that could happen. Like, oh, thank you, but I got a man. That's it. What she could say? <laughs> oh, you, oh, you, oh, you think you get approached me? <laughs> But I don't think that's even realistic. <laughs> I'm like, maybe yeah. in like New York. That, that, they yeah. blunt as fuck in New York. Bro, you know what's funny? Uh, I got a cousin that actually just like jumps out on women all the time and just like hollers at them anytime you feel like it. Right. Uh, and I was like, yo, it's just amazing that you got that confidence. And he was just like, the worst thing you can say is no. And I, like me and my man was in the car and we just looked at each other and we was like, no, they can say fuck no, hell no, and giggle. But it's still, that's what I'm saying, after a while. It's almost like people are like, oh, I don't like that salesperson. He's pushy. And that might be the case, but your opinion doesn't matter if I'm making sales. So it's the same thing. Yeah, I might, bitches might call me lame, a loser, or I'm too pushy or whatever, but it doesn't stop me from getting pussy. Like, not every bitch is going to feel me, but not everyone is not going to feel me either. So they might, I might get a couple, fuck no, whatever, but guess what? Now that is on, that's on, that's on my history. So now each fuck no gets easier to handle. Yeah. So the first fuck no is going to devastate me. I might lose sleep that day or two days yeah. or whatever. And then the next fuck no is like, ah, that, that still stings, but only for five hours this time. After the eighth fuck no, you got to come harder with fuck no. So now the next bitch is like, fuck no. It's like, shit, that's it? All right, I'm working my way up. Because again, your ego is constantly being crushed. <laughs> and that's what you want though like you, you I don't think you want to I think you I think it's necessary for people to have a little bit of pride and ego because you don't want to be a super desperate motherfucker with no standards but at the same time you don't want to be on some shit where you miss on an opportunity yeah you're right you're right right so did did you uh, complete your uh, whole troubleshoot because like, I, I think the troubleshoot would basically just kill the ego kill the ego yep yeah mine was uh, repetitiveness and uh, get out your head but anyway guys like um I want I want to give a shout out to uh, Urban Curse real quick because yes, Urban sir. Curse Urban Curse bro like he has been doing his thing a lot lately like um if if you seen recently I just put out the uh, the street interview the the live where I'm like debating with DJ Rugrat and Queen of Duke shout out to them by the way for giving me that opportunity and uh, they they said they had fun they want to come back on so we're gonna definitely get them in the field again. But Urban Curse, bro, like, this man is doing stuff that's, like, nonstop. Just, like, you got to remember, he, he he's a 9 to 5 just like all of us. So he's working. And then after work, he got uh, he got his uh, video shit that he's doing. He helped me. And then he's in another movie. So he's taking videos of other people in a movie, like, acting. And then uh, he, he comes over and does podcasts. An and hour then, drive here and an hour, hour drive back. And then the motherfucker does a, a street interview with me, chops it up, edits it. And then I give him my little feedback on, like, how I would like it. Goes back and does it. And then sends it all to me. And then, like, bro, it's just like, this man is not stopping. And I told him, like, me and him had a conversation over there. I was like, my brother, you on the way. I was like, you on the way? Because he, he still got his hands in other shit that he's trying to do. And I'm like, bro, I need to keep that energy around me because I'm like, yo, you out here. And, and despite like, all of that, like, even when he, you can tell the energy on the podcast, like, that motherfucker is always, like, live. Like, yo, the stories he tell, like, it's always high energy. So, and, and you can tell, like, when you can always pick off who, when, when we're not ourselves in the podcast because it's like the podcast don't pop right away. Right. It's like, ah, it's slow, it's slow, it's so, boom, there it go. Right. And it's like, boom, it, sli- it slides out again. But, 
Um, I just really want to give a shout out to that, bro. I want to give a shout out to uh, Cal, too, because he's doing his thing. Uh, me and him had a couple talks uh, before about everything that he's going on. Yeah, free time. So we're going to get an episode on him because like, I really want him to drop that wisdom on y'all. So that's going to be that. And um, I also want to tell everybody that's following the podcast and all that, don't be a stranger, man. Reach out. Reach out. Like, reach out, hit me up, give me topics, or, or just let me know how you feel about something. Get into, uh, underneath the post, start start, start a convo, bro. Like, you never know who might jump out there. Like, you might fucking get Jesse jumping out there debating with you if you say the wrong shit. But I'm going to tell you what it is. When it comes to Jesse and you're debating, make sure you are uh, free from work because y'all going to be going right back and forth. <laughs> So don't don't be like, oh, I'm going to write this comment. Then he jump on it. And next thing you know, you ain't right for an hour. And this motherfucker got 10 comments to <laughs> just light your ass up. <laughs> but nah, man, I really appreciate the love and support, man. It's been it's been amazing. This is a good journey. Um, yeah, that's that's all I got, man. So follow the podcast at troubleshooting, Real- uh, troubleshooting underscore reality pod. Um, check out the new YouTube video. Uh you can find it on YouTube under Uncle Neek, or you can type in Troubleshooting Reality Live, and it's episode one, Platonic uh, Friendships with DJ Rugrat and Queen of Dukes. Other than that, man, like, I'm all good, bro. So, Jesse, you got anything you want to say before I close out the show? No, no, uh, nothing at all. Nothing today? Nope. All right, man. Well, anyway, family, till next time, it's your favorite uncle, Uncle Neek. Holla.